Hello and welcome to the first annual Noir Bistro Spelling Bee. Our first contestant, Kelly Lawson. Your word is xylophone. Xylophone. X-Y-L-O-P-H-O-N-E. Xylophone. Correct. Correct. <laughs> contestant number two, John Gearhart Tetzloff. Your word is business. Could you repeat the word? Business. What is the origin of the word? The origin of the word is from the Latin phrase bisnia. Could you use a definition, please? Business, your place of work or employment. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Business. I'm in the insurance business. Could you spell the word, please? No. <laughs> B-U-T-L-L-I-S-S-I-P-P-I- M M O T Q Z L A E I P H R O S T I K E N. No. And this is our second live show ever to do. Normally we're, we're holed up on the third floor. Just literally right upstairs. Literally right upstairs, yeah. but we were like, you know what? We gotta get some more people in on this. Yeah, share the so, love. Share the love indeed. So, um, <clears throat> I've, been, I've been away. I've been gone for like a month. Yeah, what? what? I, I can't get a hold of you on the phone, and I feel like I have to call your wife and be like, where's your husband? And she doesn't know either, Brian. So, dude. Uh, yeah, I've been working on this really, really uplifting documentary. It's been really uh, fun and funny to be a part of. We've been following this lady. This is a true story. We've been following this lady who's just slowly dying of Alzheimer's. Classic comedy! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to kill myself every day. Well... That's depressing. <laughs> I, like, literally, there's nothing else I can say to that. Yeah, just, I like to kick off my, you know, let's start the mood by just setting a really depressing tone. It can I'm only get better. John's getting married. Yeah. Shut up, John. I thought I'd bring, I thought I'd bring the mood up. Thank <laughs> you. Congratulations. <laughs> Woo! John's getting married. I'm excited for you, though. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, no. I'm... From, from us two uh, married folks to you, John, have fun. Have fun. Thanks, yeah. I know Brian's gonna have fun because he's gonna—he's in the wedding party. I am. We eventually have to do that bachelor party thing, and I know that none of us are gonna remember portions of the night. So. That's—that is that the is goal. my plan. Because the last time I think I partied with you, I ended up in a fountain. <laughs> That's very true. So I mean, I think the last plan that we had for a bachelor party—I don't know if it's actually gonna go through. We're gonna—we're gonna see as far as coordination. But the plan uh, Corey told me is to go to New Orleans because he found out for three hundred dollars. Uh, you can throw your own parade. Um, what? So I might, if everything works out, 
have the possibility. Best case scenario, my bachelor party, I will have my own parade on Bourbon Street. What better way to celebrate a lifelong commitment with an enormous parade down the, can down we, the city? Can we public intox legally? Can we see what that would look like? <laughs> yes, I think we should see what that looks like. John, just do a scene. Just do it, man. So I wanted to, I wanted to dedicate this to the people in the balcony. You have nice boobs. I don't know if that was a parade or just like you talking to people. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to try to talk to people as we march down Bourbon Street. Yeah. It's probably going to be pointless, but I think that's probably what's going to happen. You just Every that's time awesome. they don't like respond well, you just say, I'm getting married! Everyone's happy when you shout. <laughs> and they'll be like, woo! Everyone's, everyone's happy when you shout, I'm getting married. It's just an exciting thing. Unless they're recently divorced, and then they're like, boo! Yeah. 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 Or they're just laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. Ha! Joke's on you! <laughs> yeah, that's not funny. Don't laugh at that. So I've been listening to uh, a lot of Pandora while I was out in Tulsa, and I don't know what it is, but the song Sweet Caroline is like on repeat. Oh. Everyone likes that song, and I don't understand why. It's, it's the best end of the evening song. It's just Audience a lot of Everyone's happy, and they, they know the words because they're kind of easy. And if they don't know the words, like, they yeah. can all just yell, bop, bop, bop. Yeah. But that, so yeah, first of all, it sounds like it was written by a freaking Muppet. Hey. Where we begin? <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know the words, and you're dissing it. I. That's how much I don't care about that song. <laughs> Listen. Okay. I, I, it comes on. I'm like, skip. My skip you, Caroline. My daughter's name's Coraline, right? So I feel bad for her Ooh. because at every bar, ev- forevermore, <laughs> everyone is going to be like, sweet Coraline, oh, Caroline. They'll do the same thing. Yeah. Poor thing. I mean, that's under the assumption that your daughter's going to be an alcoholic. She'll be. Um, I don't, she the apple doesn't bar. fall far from the tree. Hey, hey. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll take after her mom, so. No, okay, so here's my, here's the worst part about Sweet Caroline, the song. You know, the hands section? Mm-hmm. Hands, touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Like, yeah. really? It's That's fun. creepy. <laughs> it's an invitation like, from Willis. Fernando, the pedophile master of music. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a song. Fernando? Fernando, oh yeah. By a much better band yeah. <laughs> named Abba. The worst part of that song, though, is the freaking chorus. Everybody knows the chorus. Sweet Caroline. That's not a lyric! <laughs> he didn't write that in! Okay, but they don't, like, in Jingle Bells, you know, they add, add stuff to Jingle Bells and all the Christmas songs, too. But it's like... Like, flawless. Everywhere you go, everyone is singing the bop, bop, ba song. Stupid. Stupid. So we have a special guest today, and uh, should we tell should we tell the backstory? No, no, no. We'll just get straight to it. Yeah, no. So okay. So um, we have uh, John. You're gonna have to yeah. Get out of here. Get some give some room to her. So she has been a film and uh, film and music, a film makeup artist for several years. She's been on. Everything from freaking Hellraiser to Tayata, pretty much every movie that's gone through here. Miss Tony Marlowe. Hi. Yay. Yeah. Hello. Tony, how are you? You guys hear me okay? Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys. Thank you. Because yeah, we should I mean we should greatly thank you because we know that it was a little short notice that a you came short here. Notice. A little bit, yes. A little bit. Yesterday. Yeah. So okay, so now I have to give the backstory. We have we had a, an original guest that was gonna be on, but I'm the worst communicator on the planet, apparently, because she thought it was going to be like a phone interview 
So I called her to do a pre-interview, like, hey, you ready to do the show? And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, driving down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> You're not in Oklahoma anymore. So thank you, Tony, for coming in. Thank you for and being here. Filling, Where we need filling you. Filling in your amaze balls. <laughs> so fun. introduce yourself a little bit to the, to the Okie Show show listeners. Like, you've been doing makeup for film. What all do you do? Because I know you don't just do makeup. I I mean, yeah, I mostly do makeup. Um, so in between doing film, I also have a bridal business called Marlowe House. And so we, between the bridal seasons and the film, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of my everyday. And then between that, it's juggling emails and invoices and chasing money, trying to get paid. Because, you know, did that. Freelance. Yeah. <laughs> I did that a little bit today. Um, and then if there's jobs that I can't handle because I'm booked, then I, I have a team that I call on and then... I schedule them, um, and then there's sometimes a little producing that goes in there, and uh, right now, Brian and I are in pre-pro for a film. Are you ready? Heck yes. Yeah. Wicked Love starts on Monday. Uh, I'm, so I'm not completely ready, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um, so yeah, I, there's a lot of prep that goes into that, and then we have like a two-week break, and then we start on a Western. That's right. Not wow. ready for that either. So, two-week yeah. break or one-week break? I think it's... Oh my god, if I have an it. extra week to my life. I think they pushed it, yeah. Oh. Or they might push it to an extra week, so we might have three off. What? Yeah, so you know you have to have the first week where you do nothing but like sleep all day. Right. Because you're Recover. completely beat. Oh, right? yeah, dude, you're yeah. Dead. You're dead. So you have the first week that you sleep, and then you kind of get up and around, and then you have like, you know, two weeks of pre production. So, yeah, and then you start a film, yeah. So kind of pull back the veil on okay. pre production, because like we, I produced something that you worked on. Mm hmm. So fun. It was so much fun. So but much I was fun. really intrigued by your creative process because, oh, like, you're, you're not just like, I'm going to go in there and, like, do my thing. Like, you actually, like, really get into the creative process yeah. in the pre production stage. Yeah. So I don't just that. roll in and uh, put mascara on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a little more to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the creative process on Vessel or just in general? Just in general. Okay. Uh, so, the first thing I do is I read the script. Um, what? I know, it's like crazy. <laughs> uh, so I read the script and I have this, so I tend to be a little bit more anal than I think maybe some other makeup artists out there, but I have a whole system where I read the script and then I have um, a little word program up to the side and every time they introduce a character, then I type in the character and then every time in the script that it says something subtle like um, smokes a cigarette or takes a drink or anything subtle to, to describe their characteristic trait, I'm gonna make a note of it because that's gonna affect their look. Um, you know, he's, you know, fat and sweaty, which is kind of like the Western that I read, you know, he, you know, was having sex and he was all sweaty. So anyway, so I take all these notes down, I mark the scenes. And so I do a first initial breakdown. And then from there I go in and then I do breakdowns for the special effects breakdown. And then it goes deeper and deeper. So everything that it describes the script as far as who they are as a person describes how they're going to look. So like when actors do, I mean, actors do that as far as they like do the breaking same down. Thing. Yeah, they right. do the same thing, but you're, you're going purely like aesthetic looking on their right. part. And, and based off the script, that's what the director or the screenwriter wants. So my first and foremost, my, my job is to give them what they want. So I give them what they want. Then I start, you know, visualizing how they're going to look, how they're, Sometimes I do hair, but not normally. You know, how their hair is going to look, how their skin's going to look. You know, I go through all of that process. Then you have the meeting with the director. Then you talk about how they visualize it. Then you change your notes to it. And then you guys have this, like, concept. And then you meet the actor. And sometimes everything you thought, you know, like, goes out the door. Yeah. Um, but yeah. most, most, of the, most of the time it lines up pretty well. And then they have their own visions of how the character is. And then from there you have to pull back. And so it's definitely... 
collaborative. Do you, do you have to do any sort of like actual like mock-ups of like like practice on the on the care on the actor like what what the makeup's yeah. gonna look like um, before they like the director approves it or do you draw it out or where do you start with right. like the visual aspect of it? Because I'm an indefi- independent film, uh, <clears throat> I just make a lot of notes and then if I'm lucky, I get a test look. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So if they can, yeah, you just if do they, it right yeah, the first time. Lucky, if you're I'm good, lucky, you're I get a test look, and <laughs> I really you're an fight. Independent film. Yes, and I fight lucky. for that. I fight for that test look because if not, you're doing that the first day of filming, and then they walk in and they say, you know, how long? That's my favorite question. And <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's your ETA? How I long? wait for you yeah. all the time. <laughs> he does actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the I, I'm the guy that hovers does. by the hair and wardrobe and makeup trailer, just like. Mm-hmm, yeah, when we heard I'm from here. The, the other girl who did hair, you know, on set, she was yeah. just like, I am so sick of hearing people like, we're waiting on you makeup and hair, and they're like, yeah. no, yeah. the actors didn't show up until 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you the story of my life yeah. because I have to wait we, for like an hour. We hour forget and a half about him. First at the top yeah. of the day. And then I've got to wait for them to finish lighting the set and everything. And then I finally get the actor, and then he has to go to the bathroom or something. And so, like, I, like, I just need a little time to put a freaking microphone on this guy. And then everyone's like, holding for sound! And I've been waiting for an hour and a half. <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. <laughs> I can't feel so bad for him. He, does. he will sit around for two hours, and when he needs his just... Five minutes. Everybody wants it to be done because they didn't realize all of those things all happened. All the things that happened before. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite thing that you ever shared with me was a picture of a sound guy who was underwater, <laughs> holding the boom. Holding the boom into and a like, boat. It's, it's still in the shot. It's still in the shot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's <laughs> back to yeah. This is that was my narcissistic moment. Back to you. <laughs> Can I ask? What got you started in, in makeup specifically? Like, did, like, do you have a background in theater in general, or did you start with like cosmetology, or right. where did you go with that? Because um, I think what started me in makeup uh, was I was five years old, and I loved horror movies. Nice, like, you know, yes. babysitter. I do too, and I'm so glad 80s, that you know, yes, yes. Single mom, totally had. TV is my babysitter. So uh, the Munsters, I loved the Munsters. It was my favorite, favorite show. And uh, my mom tells the story all the time, and I can actually remember it. I figured out that Eddie Munster had a drawn-on widow's peak. Like, like watching the TV, and I, you know, because of course they were all like creatures. And so I just assumed um, Herman Munster had, you know, the screws, like obviously. Mm -hmm. But at one point, you know, Eddie Munster, the little kid, you know, he kind of turned, and you could see like where his hair actually was, and then he saw the point out. And like I had this like epiphany moment of like, oh my god, that doesn't look that way. Yeah. And then of course that I've continued. Been being lied to. Yeah, it continued with, oh my god, those probably aren't really screws, and like it's pain, and like you know, like you know, when you're a kid, you realize that there's not actually people in those little boxes. And I think that was the first of, I had to figure it out. That was I was obsessed. And then I was obsessed with Child's Play, and I was obsessed with Chucky. Nice. And I would get so, like, afraid, of course, but then you have to watch it. And my mom would say, well, you know that there's somebody right behind that guy that's the camera. And, like, she was trying to describe the process to me to, like, not make me afraid. But I think I've been addicted ever since. That is yeah. awesome. I love it. We were just talking about we need to go see a horror film tonight, but I can't because Going to go see Lights Out, but no, someone's got babies. Because kids. Yeah. I want to see, see it. Yeah. I think yeah. we can. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Guys, that was, that was a ghost only shows up when the lights turn off. Classic horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's so original. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. so then did you start um, doing like horror makeup first, or did you do the wedding makeup right. first, or so? So I loved that aspect of it, and then I got into theater as mm-hmm. a kid in drama. Um, you know, dabbled in acting. Because when you're in drama, you right, kind of you have do to it. beat you on stage, yeah. and it was all right. Like I was. 
fine with it. Um, but I really loved the behind the scenes part and the stagecraft part. And then I went to like an art camp and, you know, kept going. And, and then my mom sold Mary Kay and then that introduced me oh, into cosmetics, nice. right? Did she ever get the pink Cadillac? Did she, yeah, the pink she, Cadillac. She didn't go that far. She didn't go that far. <laughs> Everyone, I don't know, any, like, does anyone ever get the pink Cadillac? I've, I've seen a few I've of met, them. Really? I've seen a few of them around it. But Edmund. you get like a red, at the time you get like a red, uh, oh, what is that, Buick? I don't remember. I don't know cars. <laughs> but anyway, you get two other cars before you get the Cadillac. Hey, a car is wow. a car. I'll yeah. take one. If you're, but you yes. have to, you're bringing in like literally you and the people below, you're bringing in like 20K a month. Like it's an obscene amount wow. for you to be at that level. So now I know what I'm going to be doing during dead season. Mm. Selling makeup. Throwing a wig on, putting on a dress, selling makeup. <laughs> hey, it's a new would, day. You sell more as men. I probably, think. I oh, really? Yeah, say, really yeah just go flirt with the women and be like, buy right. my makeup. Mm. So yeah. I'll make you look beautiful, baby. Ooh, I don't think that'll. Uh, I think it got creepy. I think if oh. you go with the more the flamboyant aspect, you're going to definitely. Put this on, sister. <laughs> That'll be, autumn. yeah, I think that's your better. Yeah, I mean, I already want to wear yeah. I already want to wear what you're going to sell me. I, I agree with your opinion. Totally sold. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> totally just worked. Noted. Noted. How to win an argument? Be gay. <laughs> so, okay, so horror is what got you into this mm-hmm. whole this whole shindig. Right. Um, let's talk Hellraiser, because you, I know you didn't, you weren't like the main right. makeup, but you right. day played. Yeah, like three, three or four days, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was that experience like? First of all, getting to see Pinhead. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, I think I, I got to work the day where uh, the guy, it was John. What did he play? Was it Auditor? John. Um, John. Or, uh, what was his last name? Uh, John. Uh, eventually the director Gulliger. of Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. Gulliger. Yeah. Yeah. He was the Auditor. He's a uh-huh. character called the Auditor. And he has to eat skin. It, skin papers. Uh, uh, uh. Skin papers. It was, it was freaking amazing. gag-tastic. Uh, I'm sorry, my husband is an actual auditor, so when I hear auditor, I just think, like, like that is not at all his it's, job description whatsoever. You don't eat skin? Weird. Very rarely. <laughs> Only, for Only the in the most dire cases. situations. Right. He got to pour the tears of children on a stack of papers and then eat the papers, but the papers were latex skin, like, skin papers. Oh, it was brilliant. It was wow. so brilliant. It was Fucking disgusting. Yeah. Oh, but then can the, say that here, right? There was, there was the day that uh, we had the girls. I worked on the day that had the ladies, the naked lady, the bathers, and they had to like, oh, yeah. like our lead from head to toe naked. Four completely naked old ladies, freaking yeah. For anyone out there that doesn't know, um, that the movie Hellraiser, uh, <laughs> you should come see it because it has that in it. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Hey, we're, we're, uh, we are totally, this is a movie that has not come out yet, so we're totally giving away spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag uh, spoilers. Hashtag 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 <laughs> Let's edit this part out of this. Go of the show. for it. Try to take my dogs. That's all I own. <laughs> but what was it like working with Gary, the freaking special effects makeup extraordinaire? Yeah. yeah, he was he was he was really cool. He um, it really opened my eyes to the fact that you can be at the level that he was at. He's a special effects makeup artist that was the director of this film, and there were still moments that he would chime in and do the special effects, but it showed me that no matter how how you get up in this game, you still have to hustle. There's still not enough time for you. Yeah. So he's the director and he's like mad rushing for an effect on a stomach or a skin, you know, something. And it, it kind of goes to show there's never time to do our job ever. Right. 
So yeah, and, and yeah, now I, really I'm using his blood. Now I'm like he makes his own blood, which is like a secret recipe oh, that wow. all all special effects artists have their own have their own recipe. recipe for blood. Yeah. So now I'm officially sold on his amazing yeah. blood. His blood. Total yeah. side note, but do you uh-huh. watch Face Off, like the special effects makeup sci-fi show? A little show? bit. Like okay. I don't as as much as people would think. Yeah. But, I yeah. just wondered because I've watched a few times and I find it really mm-hmm. impressive, but it's mm-hmm. like one of those I'd never be able to do that. Yeah. But it's cool things. I didn't know if that was like a. I do. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I get a little tired of uh, reality shows that have such a scripted pattern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so Especially when you've worked on freaking reality yeah. shows, you're like, this is all a lie. Yes. So it's not so much that I, do, I dislike the show, it's this, like how they format it where I'm like, eh. Now you're going to make a fairy creature mm-hmm. from the darkness below. <laughs> That's like right. every every episode, yeah. And in every episode, they have an excuse as to why they couldn't do someone's it. Someone's cast yeah. didn't break off, and someone's mm-hmm. latex something broke, and yeah. yeah Apparently, I need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that with Gary, like he was an expert? So for, first of all, to, to to explain who we're talking about, this guy worked on like Wolverine. Like he's he is a Hollywood special effects makeup artist. He worked on the original Hellraiser movies. Like he's a freaking legend, which was really funny because we watched an uh, we had an Oscar watch party and he was there and he was like oh I fucking hate them oh. like he knew these people that were on stage but uh, he had a very specific blood spraying technique did you notice this did you ever see him like throwing the blood ever so perfectly and it would like make the most amazing shimmer of blood across the wall it's no. like what a weird skill that you cannot reallocate into any other job serial killer uh, no actually <laughs> I've seen Dexter serial killer. <laughs> I did not see that technique, but I did learn the greatest technique from him, which was put the blood in a water bottle and you poke holes in the cap and then oh, you yeah. spray it. Oh, oh like it was- he, like I went from this thinking I was gonna learn this really intense multi-level like technique, and no, he takes a water bottle and he fills it with blood and he pokes holes in it and then puts it off camera and then literally just squeezes. Just squeezes it, which so is great get, like, for sound to have that nice, like, you know, splatter. natural gushing plastic bottle sound. <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> oh, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> it was so great. So great. And then we go to, uh, we work on Children of the Corn together, and the director wants to do that for every scene. If the guy gets, like, a paper cut, he's like, let's do blood. Yeah. It's yeah. like Tarantino was directing this thing. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so Tarantino. So, okay, I want to talk about, this is something that I, I had never thought of before. Until I saw you taking notes while we were shooting Hellraiser. Mm. Or it might have been Runaway. It might have been Children of the Corn. But you, uh, let's talk continuity because that's okay. something. Like we have a script supervisor who takes care of continuity as we're shooting, but she's looking at what's on the screen. You're looking at what's not necessarily on the screen. You're the, right. I'm looking at what's not on the screen um, and also what's to come because, as most people know, uh, films are shot out of order. So, for example, Monday when we start the film we're starting on now, we're gonna shoot. <coughs> a day where this particular lead character has progressed, you know, like his, we could be shooting, I don't really know the schedule from my head, but pretend we're going to be shooting at the end of the film, one of the very last scenes, day one. So I have to assume everything that I'm going to do that, that developed this character's look has already happened, and I'm just establishing. That's what we call establishing a look. Yeah. So I have to have a very detailed breakdown of, of how these looks are going to look, not only to tell the first AD how much time, of course, that's their First favorite assistant thing. director. Yeah, um, but also that when we then go backwards and shoot those earlier scenes, that it's going to make sense. So, for example, the film that we're doing uh, Monday, he gets a bruise in scene three. 
So and he keeps the bruise so the whole bruise freaking thing. Needs to age a little bit right. or be gone uh, by. Right. He keeps the scene. He keeps the bruise until scene um, forty-nine, to be exact. But there's like a whole point of well, how many days have gone by, and when is the bruise completely gone? And so that's just a minor example of how the story breaks down. This movie that we're doing, the lead she goes from a squirrely, shy girl to, like, the queen of the school. So her look has to evolve, and then the popular girl's look has to then be softer. So there's this whole level of things that aren't really supposed to be obvious to the viewer, but they are. They capture kind of the essence of what's happening. We have a question from, d- the, from the audience. No, I just... It's one of these <laughs> things that, like, when I, like while watching movies, I'm like, I know movies are shot out of order the oh. majority of the time. Have you ever worked with thing, uh, any movies where significant changes in like hair length occurred Ooh. or like yes. facial hair and i'm like you know that it's all it's, some of this is out of order so i didn't know like mm-hmm. i'm like do there's but there's like they, some yeah. significant changes mm-hmm. that have happened here yeah. so i didn't know if you have, have you have have a funny what is that like yeah do, do you mean that does the hair change within the story of the film or like within uh, have you uh, um uh, do do you find that people work more organically? Like they start with like where the hair is going to be the longest, and they work backwards from there, or do they like wig people, or gotcha. do you like put fake beards on, like gotcha. that kind of stuff? That is something that happens during the pre-production meeting, and what you just described is a very detailed conversation of what the option is. So, for another example, without giving too much away, is the western that we're going to work on. There's a part where one of the characters um, chops her hair off, and so it was a very lengthy conversation. Is the actor willing to do this? Lengthy. Are we willing to shoot? Uh, is the actor willing to, to, to cut her hair? And then, and then you get into this um, conversation of, well, we can't shoot this particular location during this week, so that throws that whole idea. So every film is completely different. But, for example, to, give, to go back to the continuity, um, if in the story he's supposed to be a really clean-shaven guy, but then something happens and you know his wife gets in a car accident, anyway, something distressful happens to him, and he stops shaving then that's a very detailed, okay, we're on day one of him not shaving, now we're on day two, now he's a one guard, now he's a two guard, but you shoot it out of order, so I could go from, I have to schedule with the first AD. All right, so the very first scene of the day is scene 32, he's a one guard, like, you know, he's, he's stubble, and then we've got to go back to a scene where he's more stubbly, and then we have to go back to this. Okay, we can't do that. We have to switch the whole scenes around because of his beard. Um, I mean, that's definitely a very real conversation that I fight for. Because I'm like, he's not stubbly enough. <laughs> Your job is scene. so much more complicated than mine. <laughs> Do you yeah. ever run into the like a situation like uh, I've been watching? I don't know if you've ever watched Last Man on Earth with uh, Will Forte, but a little bit. So yeah, in in enough. in the show, he shaves like half his head and legitimately shaves his entire face yes. and half his head and keeps the rest of it. And he's been mm-hmm. growing his hair out. You can tell for like seasons mm-hmm. and. I just wonder if you ever run into actors who are like, I'm going to be method. I want to do this on my own and grow up my own hair right. and do this. Like, it, does I, that ever come I, into play where you have like specific actors that yeah. need to, to grow their own facial hair and not have a beard? Like, I think most of the time the ones we work with are that way because a, a realistic looking beard to buy is anywhere from like $200 to $500 just right off the bat. <laughs> wow. Um, you have to have a couple of those. And on top of that, it's itchy and it's uncomfortable. So if a if a right. actor can grow his own beard, he absolutely wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're like, wait, you can't shave. Like you have to keep it. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. There's into rules it. to your beard. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were doing the Kings of Leon um, music video a couple years ago. Brian and I did. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The actor was Garrett Hedlund, um, who's from Tron. Tron, um, among many him. other. 
And while we were doing that um, music video, he was dropping weight for Unbroken. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, and yeah. he was miserable, and I felt really bad for him because those two days we shot, he was dropping weight, like eating seven, eight hundred like oh, calories man. a day. He was growing out his fingernails. Yeah, because that, that was one of the first things he said to me. And shook his hand. He was like, "Oh, you know, don't look at my nails. I'm growing them out, like for this, like I'm a POW." And goes into this whole switch. Oh, you wow. can tell he was really insecure about it. But yeah, to Angelina Jolie, you know, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what he said. <laughs> I, he, he, was, he was a little humble bragging. Yeah, I heard. Bit. I heard. I had the cans on. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Brian hears he was, I hear everything. Yes. I only wonder what he hears about me. I, I probably talk so much trash. <laughs> Brian just turns the mic down. <laughs> it's like, that's just Tony. <laughs> He's always lurking outside the trailer. Oh. Uh, Sidebar, uh-huh. you were talking about Last Man on Earth was, yes. a, was a Will Forte yes. uh, show. The sketch that we did at the very top of this episode was also a Will Forte sketch. And thank you, John, for jumping in and doing that. Yeah, yeah. Was that those of you who just came in, you missed it. Unaired for on shame. SNL sketches or uh, one of the I love, like, he has several that didn't make it on SNL oh, yeah. and they're just hilarious. That one actually did make it and it had, like, a, a, a Jack Black bit at the very oh, okay, end. Of it. Okay, okay, okay. You needed know. to start it from the beginning. I just have lost. We've <laughs> gone too track far. Of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm one of the, I'm a binge watcher, so if I don't start from episode one, season one, I can't yeah. pick it up in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I get I that. Go Dude, last man on earth. Amazing. Do it. Okay. Start from beginning. Just go through. It's start awkward. From the beginning. It's awkward, but it's yeah. worth it. It's one of those good awkward shows, like The Office, where you just like, oh, it's so uncomfortable, and you just like how uncomfortable it is, and you it's wish so that good. maybe you could be in that situation but not like that direct person just I don't I don't know much it. about Last Man on Earth until oh. my uh, one in my unit in Tulsa uh, one of the one of the guys showed me a clip of him singing a song yes at dinner and like he like tunes up this guitar and then he doesn't even use the guitar <laughs> and then he just sings acoustically he is, oh. and it is the most amazing yeah. comedic bit that I've ever seen yeah. and hey. it, made, it made me want to watch the show yeah. by the way let's cut to our field reporter in the audience John Gearhart Tetzloff how are we doing out there? Oh, we're doing pretty good uh, I feel like a few people have come in here we got beverages all around so people have drained some of them Lainey might, may or may not be falling asleep but we're we're not sure about that. My wife is falling asleep. <laughs> uh, well, guys, the Oki Show Show is brought to you by expiration dates. Life is meaningless, and we're all gonna die. So throw out your applesauce. <laughs> I think you interrupted. Oh, sorry. You did. <laughs> You're supposed to be ambiance. You're supposed to be ambiance. Oh, sorry. So uh, let's talk about the actor makeup artist relationship because yes. I know you get all the dirt. But that's, it's really unique. Like, you get to hang out with the actors one-on-one. Did you work on Gus, no? Uh, no, I was on, what was the other one happening at the same time? That was Great Plains. Oh, Great Plains, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. on Great Plains. So I got to work with Tara Buck. Mm, well, yeah. I got to work with Dean Kane. so. Yeah, right, super me. Everyone gets to do cool things except for me. I'm a <laughs> and I just stay here and I'm by myself. Tara Buck and Beth Grant. I mean, not a big deal. Boo. I grew up watching her. <laughs> So yeah, like you know, pull pull back the veil. Like, what what's that like getting uh, that one on one relationship with these these crazy actors? I think, uh, I think it. You have a moment. I mean, if you if you're a fan of theirs and you know their work, I think you have a a moment of of, of a starstruckness or whatever that feeling is. But I think it very quickly changes the minute you realize that this is going to sound super pretentious, but they're like they're just 
someone that just happens to be in front of the camera and we're behind the camera kind of like they're just a guy showing yeah. up to do their job and they still need you to do yeah, this to their face yeah. all of those insecurities and yeah. you see and, and a, a majority of them um, are kind of you see that like inner geeky theater kid come out and if you it, like so if you saw them let's say let's say it's a guy and you saw them on a show and you kind of had like a character crush on them <laughs> for the majority of the time it kind of goes away because they're kind of just a geeky theater kid that yeah. just happened to make it on the right show at the right time and so for me personally it, it all goes away because it becomes about that character and most actors that I've worked with really enjoy the work I've had those few where they enjoy being like the celebrity more than the work and they're like yeah. it's a little obnoxious but it's fine but you do you get to like really work with them as the character and you but you also have to cater their insecurities and you have to be really careful balance and you have to know when it's time to talk and be personable and when it's not because a lot of times they're reading you know the script and you're also meeting them first thing in the morning they're not awake yet they haven't had their cigarette or that, that's that's one thing i find so fascinating is like i feel like that's a, that's a learned skill to be able to yeah talk enough to fill dead space that's uncomfortable but not too much to annoy someone or like absolutely or like intrude yeah and that that's something i feel like dental hygienists makeup artists and like say hairstylists are so good at if they do it right yeah. it's it's amazing yeah. if you do it wrong i'm like i'm never going back to you you talk too much or you don't talk at all yeah. and i'm uncomfortable but like it, it's like a learned skill yeah. the the balance between and i think yeah. you said it uh right and this is something that people struggle with is if it's considered if you consider it uncomfortable then i think you talk out of out of yes. too much Nervousness. and so if it's so not uncomfortable true. it's not uncomfortable for me for for me to work with you and you work with me and it's not it doesn't have to be weird yeah. right um but you're in I've, such an intimate space where yeah, i'm touching your face you know you're okay yeah but you know yeah. i've found that like if it's only awkward if you allow it to be that way. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed that like if you're overly polite, like um, do you, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just, oh, excuse do you mind me. if I? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I have to uh, mic, uh, mic you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I feel so bad for Brian because he has zero weirdness when it comes to miking a girl, and sometimes he has to put totally. the mic on their upper thigh in places. Or like, but it only gets oh. cleavage. Yeah. Can I tell a story? Yeah, and it gets true. weird when yeah. they're weird about it. He's like, can I just can put I, this mic next to the mic? Yeah. 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 I do need like a freaking medical process at this yeah. point, because like, now I've done it long enough, like there are no surprises. Like, I have accidentally wired a lady who didn't tell me she wasn't wearing underwear before. <laughs> that was a nice shocker. <laughs> Hashtag film life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I, it's I think it's weird when they find it weird, and then that's when I come in, and that's why Brian and I, uh, you know, we've actually got to know each other. We actually work together quite a bit yeah. because, like, if I'm wiring up a female, then I'll have one of the wardrobe or hair or makeup girls come in. Like the TSA, like I need yeah, a female totally. pat down, yeah. please. Female yes. nurse. Um, yes. Can I request a male? It's me. No, you may not. Yep. It's you. It's all, normally it's he's you. like, hey, I've got it. Yeah, and we can also tell just by based off their vibe. Certain actresses don't care; you can feel it. Other ones. He'll come up and be like, hey, will you kind of call her and stand next to I me? I need you to go up her pants, please. Yeah. yeah. He'll do that, or it's just me standing next to her, and then I, like, pretend to do something powder-wise, but it's about making her feel comfortable, and really, yeah. he does not care. Right. But it's whatever is her. You don't comfort. vocalize, like, sensitive area, sensitive area, while you're wiping <laughs> up their body. <laughs> well. Because that's what I find super What I do, I, I, I tell them what I'm going to do, the and then I do it. Like, I'm not going right. to be like, so how was your day? Oh, your butthole. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sneak attack, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so that's a, I, you know, that would be a really interesting day at, 
at work, you know, just like, surprise, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I have a question for you. <laughs> I have a question I'm for like you. a ninja. Just drop out of the shadows. Like, why are you real quick? And like, run away. Surprise, Mike. <laughs> but how many times have you heard, like, the same thing over and over again? Like, heard them say stuff? Because I know I get it all the time. But how many times have you heard, oh, careful, I'm married? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Every, that stuff is annoying now. It's so annoying. But they'll Unless they're super the hot. And then I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, easy there, fella. Brian's like, oh, my oh, God. No. Can we please just oh, man. Like, chill out? Oh. No, the funny thing is the only time that I've had anybody legitimately flirt with me is whenever they're like an old lady. Yeah. It's never, I think I've been there. It's never like a, like a 10. Can I say? <laughs> that is going to be me. Like, I cannot wait to just be that old lady that's like, hey, dude. Mm. Yeah. No, oh, the, my favorite great. line is, mm, this is more action than I've gotten in years. Like, I think of like <laughs> Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Like I'm gonna be her. Where I just like drinking my hand and I'm like, wink, wink. Like <laughs> I mean, you gotta have fun with it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Enjoy totally. it. Yeah. yeah. Those youngins, those youths. Those those youths. Right hey, on. let's cut back to our field reporter out in the audience, John. How are we doing out there? Oh, we're doing great. We got popcorn out here now. What? Yes. It was, yeah, complimentary uh, popcorn that I was taking a bite of before you cut to me, so I'm just like spitting it out <laughs> as I talk to you. Popcorn. But uh, I do have here a uh, OKC Improv, a live local comedy uh, pass. We to got a show. some prizes. We got some prizes. Prizes. All right. Let me get the prize music going on. For 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 just to, just to see uh, the first person to hear my voice, raise your hand. Hey. Oh, there we go. We got a winner. We got a winner. All right, OKC Improv, you get a free pass uh, for a comedy show. Uh, they're actually doing a show right next door. They do improv all the time. They're uh, actually doing a show right now. I know, so show on a show. This is showception right now. It's a yearly pass, so yeah. any of the shows within this next year, you can go in and see for free. Oh. Well, I, <laughs> I wish they had that. One year. Any shows this year. year. So those are all the now. dates on there, and they've actually extended through till August. Yeah, so you can you get it all. There you go. All right, let's give him a round of applause. All right. Back to you guys. Guys, the Empty Show Show is brought to you by Plungers. They're never in the room when you need them. Isn't that the truth, though? So I'm true. Serious, so like, true. you know, I you have something happen. Like it's like, where's the plunger? No one has one. Mm. They're just, I just get grossed out by looking. Yeah, at they're gross. My my I kid, need a case. The my case my son just asked what that was recently, and I didn't even want to say anything because I knew that whatever I said about it. Mm. It involves poop, and that's funny to him. Mm. So you can't say anything. Then you cannot, it. because then he will he will be walking around with it, poking it at me later on. Because oh right God. now, that's, that's all he's obsessed with. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty, but it's yeah. necessary. Sometimes. It is necessary. It's a necessary nastiness. Yeah. 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 It, like, is anyone else clean it off, like, as you flush? Well, kind of. That's I mean, a, that's like a, a must. Do you want to put a poop? This whole time, I'm thinking, I'm so unique. <laughs> nope. No. Do you, you want to put it back with some residue on there? Just like shove it in the corner I mean, and be like, I'm nobody will smell it. If I'm visiting a sworn enemy, then yes. <laughs> I like that you like, residue. put that right here. Get the nice residue. aroma going. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Hey, you guys want to play some games? Yes, yes, we do. Let me find we some do. game play some music. Games. Let's play some games with Yoki Show Show. Second live show, by the way. And, uh... Just remind everybody that's listening, we are here at Noir Bistro, who has kindly given us our stage. Woo! And uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Uh, can I just say their drinks are amazing? They are amazing balls. Seriously, like, 
my husband had some mixed drink over there that I tried, and I was like, ugh, can I have fun? It was so good, but I didn't, because I'm doing a show. I'm on my second Jack and Coke. Don't make us feel guilty. Yummy. <laughs> second old-fashioned, but... Yummy! Classic Sober Susan over here. They're good. And their food. Their food is so good. Guys, mm. listen up. You come to Noir Bistro, they, you know, you go to a Mexican restaurant and they set down a cluster of chips. Here, it's popcorn. It's popcorn. This is God's country. It is. Where we are. It's popcorn and classy drinks, okay? And they've the got amazing food. Happy here. I'm in my element. <laughs> So, what do we have on the docket for games um, today? Today, we have several games that are very fun. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with a game called Alphabet, and this is going to be for everyone, including our... Uh, our field reporter, field John, reporter John, John Earhart. Earhart. Yes. I'll be in there in a minute. Oh, come on up. Take your time. Come on up. There. Take your time. Right. I'm here. Wait, we got, so, a, we got a chair back here. You yes. sit back there and you think about what you've You're done. You're shorter than oh, us. Oh, man, time uh-huh. out. I don't, I don't think I can come back here. Sound equipment might not let me. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. There we go. How about that? There we go. There we go. Sound guy. Where we need him. Nailed it. So alphabet, basically we're going to do a scene, um, but we can only begin our sentence with a letter of the alphabet as we go progressively through the alphabet. So, you know, I'm going to start with letter A and say, (laughs) anyways, let's talk about something else. But seriously, what is it about bras? Come on, man. Stop talking about that. Don't tell me to stop talking about it. It's interesting. We're going to keep doing that until someone messes up or gets uncomfortable, which is pretty funny to watch, and that's usually me. So this Um, is a good time for me to just leave the mic and go to the bar. You know what? If you want to drink, feel free. My husband's already making faces of like, wow, she's going to do... Tony's going to go on a a bar stop. We're going to send you off with some music. I am actually... Wow, this music sucks! Oh. What is happening? On it's called drive-by. Drive wait, wait. Okay. Here we go. We're trying a different... <laughs> there you She's go. She's going to the bar. She's it's going to the bar. She's going to get a drink. Get some drinks. Gonna get alcohol in her system. I have nothing to add. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. Um, okay, so if we could get from our lovely audience, uh, we need a suggestion for a scene. Uh, like location, anywhere we could be. Let's uh, yeah. Anybody? Anybody have a location? I think this was the field reporter's job. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'll be right back. Sitting down. John Suggestion Gale. for a scene. Uh, let's get something. Oh, oh, you look like you had an idea. The Grand Canyon. The Grand the Canyon. The Grand Canyon. Oh, nice. oh. Okay. So here we go. This is alphabet in three, two, one. And this is boring. But it's so vast. Can't you see this is basically just a some painting? Don't trivialize this. It's amazing. Fuck you. you Wrong letter. No! <laughs> Are we just going to continue the scene or start a new one? Yeah, let's just continue the scene. All right. Uh, Should we start with F since we're gonna start with jumped F ahead because, to F? Uh, Sorry. Aaron, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic! It's 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 fantastic. God would want us to see this right now. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's all I can say. It's all I can say. It's just so amazing. Just amazing! I'm so taken with the beauty of 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 the canyon. Kill me right now, cause I am so happy. Look, I don't want you to get depressed and jump off, okay? <laughs> Maureen, uh, I'm just, I'm just happy. I, I, I love you. Nancy, 
That's really bold of you to say. Oh, oh you, you, you don't admit to some, some, some uh, previous feelings? <laughs> previous feelings or present feelings? <laughs> Quit hiding the past. Right, okay, okay, I guess, I guess this is the right place to admit this. Sue, <laughs> so, this vacation just got awkward. Tell me about it. <laughs> You is the word that's up, and I. You <laughs> is the letter that I want to find a word to start with. Um, Marine, who is that? Nancy. Oh, oh, you're starting to see. <laughs> oh, and Ellie's out. Trixies, Trixies, Trixies. I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, let's let's just uh, end it there, shall we? Uh, and that was alphabet. That was alphabet. <laughs> and that was alphabet at its finest. Wow. <laughs> okay, finally. Jeez. This fucking music. I mean, it was a defeat. So. Now I walk <laughs> off in shame. <laughs> so what do we have on the uh, on the docket for the next game, there, old Kelly Joe? The next, uh, it's Kelly Lynn. Okay. Oh. So get the letter right. Kelly Joe, Kelly, Kelly Joe has a, has a ring to it. It does. I kind of like it. We're going to play Shoulda Said because it's a classic. And it's a good classic, classic game. Um, we are going to need Tony up here for this, though. So um, Tony, Tony Marlowe coming back to the stage to play Shoulda Said after she gets a drink. So let's stall. Let's stall. Hey, we can do a, <laughs> a Kelly's We're Corner. Stalling. Oh, let's do a Kelly's Corner. I do have a Kelly's Corner. Wait, okay. Do I have a Kelly's Corner theme here? Kelly's Corner. Okay, so um, right now I am potty training Oliver, and that is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It is crazy hard. Like teaching a child to potty train. It, it's ridiculous. Is it hard as shit? It is, because there's actual shit involved. Get it? Shit involved. Get it? Um, so, uh, separate from that, I work at the church nursery, and it's, can I just say, like, it's super weird to have to change another child's diaper. But not only that, when they're potty training, I, I literally, like, I'm, all, I'm the only person allowed, like, Aaron and I work their nursery together, but only the women are allowed to change the diapers yes. because that's, that makes sense. That's awesome. Um, so I have a child who's working on potty training, and he comes up to me and he says, I have to use the bathroom. I'm like, fine. And it's not my kid, so I feel uncomfortable because, you So know. you're changing, like, random stranger babies? Yes. Yes, I am, but this is even better than that because he's not wearing a diaper. There's no changing involved. He goes to the bathroom, he, he uses the restroom, he comes out, and then he says, I need to be wiped, and bends over and touches his toes. Okay. Holy crap! Literally just bends over. And Would when you that, kindly wipe my ass? Like, I was so taken off guard. I, did, I was like, first off, whoever taught you that, Wow. Second, I guess I have to do this. Was this Joffrey from Game of Thrones? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) But now that I'm potty training my son, that mom is a genius because it's the easiest way to wipe your child's butt. So win. I learned something and I feel pretty good about it. That's Kelly's corner. I'm just, I'm like, the only thing I'm potty training right now is Kelly's corner. That's right. This music. Ah. That was that was Kelly's corner. It's it's Kelly's corner. Brought to you by Jamaican it's music a of uh, whatever. It's a yeah, that was it's Kelly's corner. Brought, brought to you by anchovies, making lame people feel like they are on Fear Factor. It's true. That's a good one. 
hilarious. All right, so let's go ahead and play Shoulda Said. We're let's gonna do have some Shoulda Said, uh, shall we? Yeah, Tony's going to ring the bell. We're going to do a scene, uh, and anytime we say something that she does not like or wants us to change, she's going to ding her little bell right there. Ding! And then we're going to change the word we just said. Um, can we get a suggestion for man, man on the streets down there? Yeah, get in there, field reporter John Gearhart Tetzloff. I'm on the story. Let's get a suggestion. All right. Uh, let, let's uh, something that you would do on a Saturday. You don't. You don't have to be. You don't have to be Dr. Phil here. It could be something normal. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your deepest confessions. Hiking. 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 Okay. Okay. There we go. Hiking. All right. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. We are hiking. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say three, two, one, and then you ring the bell. Wait. Testing. Boom. I wonder if we can hear that on the. So here we go. We're, we're going hiking in three, three two, two, one. one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I already failed. You got one job, Tony. <laughs> well, we're lost. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I thought bringing a compass would work, but obviously we needed our smartphones. I don't know where we are. That was really dumb of you to not bring the smartphones. Well, I didn't think that the reception would be that good up here anyway. We're in the Rockies. I thought the whole point of this was to go freaking catching Pokemon. I thought the whole point of this was to, you know, like experience nature in a calm way. I thought the whole point of this was to murder you. Mm -hmm. Ah, I gave it away. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I'm feeling very uncomfortable in this situation now. That was totally just a flub. Oh, okay. I, I buy that. That's fine. Good. Um, but we are lost, and it's getting cooler, so I feel like we need to, you know, find someone or find shelter. Oh, really? Really? I feel, like, I feel like we need to build a hut for us to live in. Are we staying out here now? <laughs> It's getting cold and dark. I feel like I just said that. It's so getting where cold and dark, so let's sleep? build a house. That's your solution? Where are we going to sleep otherwise? You want to sleep on the floor, on the ground? It... You want to sleep on the dirt with the snakes? Maybe I do. Maybe feel... I got to think for snakes. Feel free. That's my thing. I'm going to build a hut by myself. Apparently, this is naked and afraid. Like, I'm going to build a hut by myself. Apparently, you're lazy. Mm, I like that one. Well... What was that? There was a voice from somewhere. I think I someone's. Didn't, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. You're huh. hearing voices now. I feel like we should be concerned. That do you was need, weird. Do you need water? I don't know. Are you dehydrated? But whoever it was was very supportive of you. Whoever it was it was definitely not God. <laughs> whoever it was was beautiful. I like that one. Okay, so seriously, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We gotta get out of here. Okay. I just wanted to go hiking. And now we're freaking lost in the woods. Like, this is, like, are there cameras on us? Because I could swear this is a new Blair Witch Project. Let's, let's find, everyone always says find water and follow it, follow the stream, right? You follow, everyone says find the moss that grows on the trees and it grows on the north side of the tree, right? Is that That's oddly specific. <laughs> I learned that in Girl Scout camp. Hey, are, uh, are you two doing okay? Oh. Oh, hey. Oh. Yeah, this is uh, Park Ranger Randy. Oh, good. Oh, oh we're saved. Oh, my God. It's Park Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. We've been lost for like a couple hours, and she was talking about building a hut and staying out here. <laughs> no, I know. You guys have been walking in circles. We've been taking bets on about uh, where you guys are going to make it out first. Park Ranger Randy, you're, you're uh, I'm very attractive. I don't, I don't mean to like be forward. Park Ranger Randy, I like your voice. <laughs> Park Ranger Randy... Your shorts are quite short. <laughs> I wear the shortest shorts. Uh, uh, they, they issue us uh, shorts, and uh, I, I make them shorter. 
They issue us shorts, and I uh, wash them uh, in very hot water and uh, make sure they shrink down. They issue shorts, and I just buy a jockstrap. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> I feel like there was no resolution for those <laughs> those people in the woods. I think she coming. found Park Ranger Randy, and that's all that matters. And she just walked away and left me, and I'm like, to, to his to his rebuilt hut. <laughs> All right, so we got time for one last game. It's this has already gone by like way too fast. No, when you're having Kelly. fun, when you're having fun, it goes by quickly. Jeez. Pick a game. Pick a game. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, we should play columns. Okay. We should let's totally play columns. play columns. Um. Okay. So this one's gonna be for John and Brian, and uh, Tony's gonna be the column. Where oh, we're what gonna is get happening with this music? It's like a haunted house in here. Yeah, that was that was not exciting. There we go. Come on up, John. Hey, the Show Show is brought to you by Cicadas. If you didn't know it was hot already, we're not going to shut up until you dream about how hot it is. They never stop cicada ink. I don't know what sound to make of it, but it's... Buzzing, buzzing, chirping, chirping, Um, screaming. So we've played columns on the show before, but uh, just to give a brief description, uh, we're going to do a scene, and Tony's going to provide little words here and there every time Brian and... uh, John, ask for it. Yes. Throughout the scene. Can we get a letter for the word to start with from the audience? Anybody? K. K. Okay, so the word's going to start with K. Kelly's the new field reporter. Thank oh, you. The letter was K. K. Oh, actually, Tony, why don't you why don't you guys switch so that uh, Tony can be in the middle so that we can both touch her. Okay. And I did say it that Ew. way on purpose. It was I just want to touch you, Kelly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. I'm my second Jack and Coke, guys. It's bad. I can't think of a single K noun. Kill. Okay. So uh, it doesn't have to be a noun. It can be any. It can, it can be, be anything. Any, any word. Any word. You can just go crazy. The letter K. All right. And we're going to need a, another suggestion for the beginning of a scene. Um, I want to get from one of you guys something that just ticks you off. Anybody? Chewing loudly. Chewing loudly? Chewing loudly. It's annoying. It's mastication noises. It's gross. Okay. You know what? A note on chewing loudly. I don't know what it is about all the smart people in my life, but they all eat like five-year-olds. <laughs> like, it's like the more educated you are, the more retarded you sound as you're eating. <laughs> it's been my life for the past month. Anyway, back to the, back to the game. All right. So we'll have uh, chewing loudly, and the suggestions or the words they'll be receiving is with the letter K. So the scene is gonna start in three, two, one. Yeah, where's the bell? Ding. Ding. Son, I swear, if you chew any louder than that, I'm going to smack you right across the face. <laughs> Travis, stop. We're at your grandmother's funeral dinner. <laughs> but this, mm, it's delicious. You know she hated chewing loudly. Well, well, I mean, this is probably the best Kilt. Kilt I've ever eaten. It's pretty weird that they're serving kilt at this funeral. Kilt is the family dish. We don't know what it is. We just know it tastes amazing and it's something Scottish. Mm, and it's also very plaid. Mm. <laughs> you know, Travis, I, I, have a compa- I have a confession to make. Uh, before your grandmother died, uh, she told me to tell you that... Kill? Kill. Kill. Never, <laughs> ever stop killing. 
Well, I know that you had a problem with that in the past, but you just need to do it, son. Man, I'm not going to give away much, but why do you think we're at Mom's funeral? Oh, I didn't even get the update. Good. What? That's a surprise. I'm glad you've taken her advice. Uh, well, my, the only thing I can say in, 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 is, is that... Keen. Keen. You've, made, you've made my senses very keen. I have, a, I have a deeper understanding about life and what it means. That's, that's interesting. You think I would know that by now? I'm 85. It's interesting that eating loudly does that to you. Mm. Mm. Yes. You know what? I think I might adapt the concept. How, uh, how, how do you chew? Do you, do you chew with... Well, first of all, I'm very smart. Well, hold on. Second. I was going to finish the sentence. It just took a minute. I, I, I take some time to think. Do you chew with... Kettle. Kettle? Or do you chew with... Oh, it does a scene. Kettle can be with a K. <laughs> do you chew with kettle or... Corn. Wait, that's... I mean, I'm... I'm or do you chew with corn? Wait, it's that a C. Band. I, ch- I chew with the band. Mm. That's, what, what is the band? I've never heard this term before. I mean, they also masticate a lot. Mm. <laughs> well, C. Oh, man. I need, All right. I need my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got to wrap it up because we got a band coming in here in just a second. So, Tony, real quick, put uh-huh. yourself on social media. Where can we find you? Where can we hire you? Oh, social media. Um, you find me on Facebook um, under, under Tony Marlowe or Marlowe House. Instagram, Makeup by Marlowe or Marlowe House. I have two companies, so. <laughs> well, look at you. I know, whatever. Baller. Uh, yeah, and then Twitter is Makeup by Marlowe. I don't use it a ton, but I think Instagram and Facebook is your best bet. And then, of course, you can just, you know, be an extra on set and probably get done up by this fine fellow right over here. So uh, I've been trying to figure out a way to close the show, so I think I'm going to try it like this. So I brought my little looping pedal here. And uh, people ask a lot of times, like, how the theme song for the Okie Show Show came about. And uh, it went like this. Bye. Bye. Bye.